Hey, top of the morning to you. I say morning. It's uh, March the 4th, 2021. First week of March. A lot of good things going on this month. And as you can see, we're doing the video podcast. It's uh, running again. My voice isn't quite right. I've been fighting with that all week. Matter of fact, last uh, week and a half, I don't know what's going on. Some type of stomach issue, whatever. And uh, now I, I haven't been able to talk a whole lot, which my wife is really happy about. <laughs> but uh, as far as that goes... It is what it is. We got to do a podcast. We'll get it out. Now, something new about this podcast, and it's pretty much going to be the same uh, for all the video park podcasts going forward. The FBTV Insiders, you are going to have access to the live broadcast. When we're actually producing this live, you're going to be able to watch it live. And that means if you have any questions or anything, you're going to be able to. Uh, you're going to be able to ask questions while the broadcast is live, while we're live. Here, let me show you what I'm talking about. Okay, there's my ugly mug. It's a delay, obviously, but if you look right below in the chat area, obviously this uh, is today's podcast. It started. It's going. And this chat area down below where it says live, FBT video podcast will begin shortly. If you have a question, if you're watching live, well, you can... Uh, Ask your question, and I'll see it, and I'll be able to respond to it pretty quick. Uh, so that that's the neat thing. If you are not an insider, you're not going to have access to the live broadcast. If you're signed up to the FBTV Insider, uh, the free content, eh, the live broadcast for the podcast is not going to be included in that free content. You have to go insider, uh, get the insider content. It's only $2.99 a month. $24.95 a year, that's your best deal, and you have access to everything, everything. There's a lot of stuff in here you, if you're not a subscriber to the uh, insider content, you're not getting, not having access to. And more and more and more is going to be being added to the insider content as well over the next, uh, well, in the future. So keep an eye on that. Now, something else we're going to be talking about, uh, I got some business to take care of. Uh, we have a lot of swag, <laughs> if you want to call it that. Uh, go to the uh, go to the Freight Broker TV website. It's you're also if you're an insider, you're going to find this in your best resources. Uh, but it's going to take you to the same place. Uh, go up here to the top where it says FBTV Store. Click on that, and there you go. You have access to all of this uh, swag. Matter of fact, getting ready to order the teas, the tanks. And uh, the radio mug. All right. Some of you may have noticed, maybe not. Uh, this week, we have been playing around with FBTV radio, bottom line. Been playing around with it. Uh, we were looking at doing some licensing to be able to play music. Matter of fact, for the last, well, all week, uh, we've been playing around with the music, trying to do live shows in the morning. And the more we've played around with it and the more we've worked with the uh, uh, company that is supplying the license, and or would be anyway, and the stream hosting and, uh, you know, providing all that, for what 
they're offering what we're getting, we're going to burn through it too quick. You know, we could be off the air in the middle of a month because we went through all that. Uh, the licensing, the royalties, and, and all that, it's just going to add up too quick. And what I mean by too quick, you only get X amount of listening hours for whatever money you're wanting to pay. And it starts out... <laughs> pretty low and we were playing with that because we were trying to see if we could actually get it to work right and we did get it to work right eh, 97 98 percent right anyway but uh, the 1500 total listening hours per month that just wasn't going to cut it not going to be enough you know we're going to have a lot more even when we uh had the radio station before and i was just uh replaying all the podcasts and things like that it uh yeah, we, we, we burned through that pretty quick. And now you add music to the mix. Hey, we just couldn't find uh, being effective doing what we wanted to do. Will the radio station return? Maybe. Probably not. Because everything's gone to the podcast. And now we are going to start doing these videos. Now, let me ask you this. <clears throat> if you're an insider and you come across the video... Uh, you may not be watching it right now, but uh, in the future, days and weeks ahead, you come across this video, and you want to, uh, well, what I'm getting at, would you be interested in us doing a daily live broadcast? This would be for the insiders only. Now, we, are, we do have plans to do some live uh, YouTube stuff, but it's not... It's not going to be anything like what we do on the Insider. But anyway, you'll get the idea as we go forward. But let me know. Let me know. If you'd like to see a daily uh, broadcast, uh, we're, 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 we're kind of open to suggestions, put it that way. All right. What's going on? Let's get to the podcast. Now, these things we're going to try to keep in 25, 30 minutes. And there's a reason for that. Uh, mainly if we ever do the radio thing, we need them to be around 25 or 30 minutes for timing. Everything's timing. All right, Q&As. We got some stories. Let's see, first thing before we get to the Q&As, <laughs> and Sarah, you're on this Q&A today. Uh, uh, the Godfather says you're going to make it to the Q&A today. <laughs> the inside joke. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Now i got to get my coffee in. It is hot. <clears throat> All right. Bendix. Bendix. Recall certain check valves uh, due to air leak. Bendix. They are recalling a few thousand check valves after discovering a potential air leak, according to the uh, NHTSA, NHTSA, National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Specifically, Bendex is recalling more than 2,000 SC-3 single-check valves, part number K09496 <laughs> K09496 According to the NHTSA documents, the uh, retainer may not be properly seated in the uh, retainer groove, causing an air leak within the braking system. <laughs> Consequently, these check valves failed to comply with the requirements of the FMV, uh, okay, Federal Motor Vehicle Safety Standard Number 121. I thought it was going to FMCSA, but they, they threw me a curve right there. 
<laughs> anyway, air brake system. Manufacturers that purchased the SC-3 single check valves going to be notified by Bendix as of uh, publication uh, here within the last 24 hours or so. Show, so the, uh, the remedy is under development. They don't even know how to fix this thing. Recalls are expected to begin April 19th. Again, here we are again. Uh, hey, it don't work. Uh, the, the, these check valves uh, may uh, leak, may cause you a lot of problems, and it's part of the braking system. And if you can't stop, well, we know what's going to happen there, right? But the recalls are not expected to begin until April 19th. Got questions? Call Bendix's customer service at 877-345-9526. 877-345-9526. The uh, number, the recall number, the NHTSA recall number is 21E21E-015. 21E-015. And a lot of... Uh, a lot of that stuff going on lately. Seems like every time we do a podcast or a video or something, somebody's recalling something. Headlines. What's happening in the headlines? Economists predict U.S. economy, trucking, U.S. economy and trucking, especially trucking, poised for a strong 2021. Talking heads. You know, let's, let's let's quit talking about it. Let's see it. Let, let's see it happen. You know, things... Uh, I'm about sick of politics. I think we all are. And after COVID-19, after everything going on on the East Coast, the West Coast, uh, the whole nine yards, uh, if, if you were... If you still... Before this COVID-19 thing, if you really thought for a little bit that uh, our politicians were... Being square, telling us the truth. Well, when we get on the other side of this and get to this point, pretty good idea. If you still think they are honest with us, well, I can't help you. <laughs> I like. I used to believe that the government was honest, but now they're going to tell us whatever they want us to know, and they're not even going to tell us truth. A lot of times, but anyway, then we got these uh, economists predicting things. You know, I started talking about this the other day. Maybe I did. I think I did on the radio because we were trying. We were testing the the radio stuff uh, the other day, and I was doing the morning show, and. During the, uh, I was talking about this, and, and, you know, back just a few months ago, when Trump was uh, in office, and all through his four years, you didn't see too many positive stuff be predicted. And yet the economy for the four years kind of did pretty good. Uh, you don't have to agree with me, but uh, you can go, and you can twist the numbers however you want. But uh, overall, I think the economy did pretty good, at least from where I sat. 
it was doing real well. You know, watching the freight and things like that. Manufacturing came back. It, a lot of things going on. All right, Twitter. What about Twitter? We are just about to cancel, turn off the Twitter account. We're just not using it anymore. Never used Facebook. Never been a big fan of Facebook at all. Didn't trust Mark Zuckerberg. And apparently, I was right for the most part. But anyway, the Twitter thing, when they get into this place to where they're going to be canceling, saying what you can say and what you can't say, no free speech. They are deciding what the truth is. It's over. I mean, it's over. You know, so we haven't posted on Twitter uh, probably since uh, before the holidays. And so, you know, expect that to be going away. YouTube still around. YouTube getting to be the same way, though. And, yeah, they could cancel this video. They could turn it off and... and uh, do whatever they want, but YouTube's getting to be the same way. You better watch what you say on YouTube, because if they don't agree with it, if they don't like it, they're going to shut your channel down, and it's happening all over the, uh, it's happening all over the world right now. They're doing it to everybody, U.S. especially, uh, for whatever reason, but it is what it is, and YouTube is owned by Google. Uh, there, You know, in the future, if this government thing ever does start straightening it out, Twitter, Facebook, Google, YouTube. It's going to be a nightmare. They are going to be so scrutinized. But anyway, let's move on. Get, get away from politics. Uh, it just it is what it is. You know, even, even people I talk to every day on the phone, they see it. They know it. They're not stupid. You know it. If you're listening, you're, it's just crazy. All right. Uh, Q&A. A lot of Q&As here. Uh, several of them today. Matter of fact, if you got a Q&A, got a question you'd like us to uh, answer on air during a podcast, whatever. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, put in your question or, or whatever below the uh, video. Our comment section on our YouTube videos, it is open. Uh, a lot of this is where we get a lot of our questions from. If we go in there, we try to uh, reply to as many as we can uh, with something to let you know what's up that we've, you know, we've seen it. Hey, thanks. Or if you got a question, try to give you some type of an answer. But usually it's going to be, you know, okay, here's the bare facts or, you know, quick answer. But we're going to give you an in-depth answer on one of these uh, podcasts during the Q&A. So, all right, now, uh, I was going to say, the reason I'm not looking at the camera, because everything is down here, and this is a podcast, we're just showing the video of what we're doing when we are actually uh, producing the podcast. It is what it is, okay. All right, first Q&A up today, uh, Tawani, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Anyway, if I pronounced it wrong, uh, excuse me, you know, uh, but T-A-W-O-N-E, Tawane, one. Anyway, question, how do we pay taxes? Do we have to hire a CPA? And I assume uh, you're asking about as a freight broker, freight broker agent, doesn't matter. Uh, if you're an agent, yes, you're getting paid. Uh, you're going to get a 1099, and somebody's going to have to do your taxes for you. Now, it's a pretty good idea 
whoever does your taxes for you to uh, get with them, you know, get with them before you start keeping, you know, files and spreadsheets or whatever and talk to them about how they want you to set up your books. Because there's going to be a lot of tax deductions. If you're independent, which as an agent, you're still your own business, there is going to be a lot of deductions. You want to keep all your receipts. You want to keep yeah, whoever does your books probably or taxes or whatever, bookkeeper, however you're going to do it. And no, it doesn't have to be a CPA. Matter of fact, uh, my recommendation is... Get somebody, you know, a bookkeeper, so you don't have to pay a lot. Let them do your books. If you got, if you've got experience, you know how to do it. Fine. They may want you to do it on QuickBooks. If you're able to learn QuickBooks and do it yourself, that's probably going to save you quite a bit of money every year. Uh, if you just give everything to them and they uh, keep your QuickBooks for you, eh, you're going to be paying a little bit of money. Uh, you hear me talk about CPAs and stuff during these videos because, well. Taltoa and FBTV, yeah, you know, uh, uh, we're a company. We, uh, we've we got to deal with CPAs to make sure everything's right. We're, you know, get the taxes filed, get everything done, make the IRS happy. We pay to make the government happy. I, I'm not going to go into specific dollar amounts, but we pay way too much, in my opinion, in my opinion. Between taxes and what we pay the CPA, it's nuts. Let me put it this way. There's some, you know, it's just, uh, I'm not even going to get into it. But uh, do you need a CPA? No, you don't have to hire a CPA. Bookkeeper will do. If you know how to do QuickBooks, if you can learn it, uh, you can do that. Uh, but yeah, with a bookkeeper, whoever's going to be doing your taxes and talk to them about it. So you can get it set up and they can help you get it set up the way uh, they want it to be set up. Okay, simple as that. Okay, next up, uh, Danny. Danny says, hey, saw your video and curious to know what I should write about and send to my prospects every week. Well, Danny, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about here, buddy. Saw your video and curious to know what I should write about. That's what's throwing me, the write about and send to my prospects every week. Okay. I, I'm, a, I, I'm guessing... You have wa or watched one of our marketing videos, and you are asking, okay, if I'm doing a newsletter or something like that, or blog or something like that, what I should write about, and send to my prospects every week. And uh, if you're doing newsletter, I can that I, that's where the thing comes in. But uh, all right, well, first of all, that's that's a good question. I, you know, when I have clients, we're talking about that doing your marketing. Part of what we talk about, okay, newsletters, uh, blogs, and things like that. Anything to get your name out there. You know, stay fresh with your uh, uh, potential customers, bottom line. What you should write about is things you know about, according to the business. Now, you may not know anything essentially starting out, but as you start working in the industry, you start learning yeah, you're 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 gonna have things to write about. You're you're gonna you're gonna be involved in things. You're 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 gonna gain experiences and things like that. And you can write about it. But between now and then, you know, it's it, it can be anything you want. You can uh, you know how to better best work with a broker. You know, good good uh, good ways to find a broker. 
what you should expect from your broker. You know, it can be a, a, a lot of things. You, if you wanted to, uh, if you're into cooking or, or you know, you're uh, maybe barbecuing, we're getting into that that time of year where there's going to be a lot of smoking going on. Matter of fact, getting ready to work on my smoker here in the next few days. i got a pellet smoker going to drain it, get everything out of it. It's been clogging up some and uh, going to clean it all out. And I think the reason it's been clogging up is simply because uh, I don't empty the pellets. So what I need to do is get in the habit of, you know, after every smoke, empty all the pellets and then fill it back up when I'm ready to start smoking again. But anyway, we're, we're way off topic there. But, you know, you can come up, you know, have that as a f- regular feature. And, you know, every week, okay, if you're brand new, now nah, you don't need to be doing a uh, newsletter every week. I know it seems like a good idea, but if you start sending too many and you don't have anything in there to really talk about that you're talking about, it's going to be spam. You know, they're going to, uh, first of all, if it's a newsletter, they're going to unsubscribe and you don't want that. You know, once a month starting out, you know, with a newsletter, probably be great. You know, and if you're doing blogs and writing about stuff on the blog, uh, with your newsletter, you want to put a paragraph or two maybe in the newsletter with a link to the full article on your blog. So they're clicking out of your newsletter, going back into the blog. Uh, what you're trying to do when you're doing marketing like this is create the circle. A circle where uh, every, you know, if they click on something, they're going to stay in your circle. <laughs> you know, stay in your content. Hey, it just takes a little bit of time to get there. You know, don't rush it. Uh, if you're brand new, you're just starting out. Uh, you got a lot of other things on your plate right now, so focus on that. And as you think about something, if you get an idea of something you want to write about, write it down. Doesn't mean you got to go write the article. Just write it down. Get the idea. All right, very good, Danny. You can uh, shoot me another email. Matter of fact, if you want to send an email, contact us any way you wish. Uh, you can do that from uh, our website, FBTV, FreightBrokerTV.com. FBTV at FreightBrokerTV.com is our email address. We have forums on the FreightBrokerTV.com website. We have a studio line. Uh, matter of fact, we have that studio line set up to where we can actually take calls think we can while we're on the air maybe not maybe not the more i think about it i have to get with the text <laughs> go from there with it but anyway you can you can uh call and leave a message you know leave your question 479-668-0213 all right sarah i'm going to talk to you about what you what you sent me <laughs> inside joke she starts out godfather i don't know her and her husband i get i get uh, questions from them occasionally and they refer to me as godfather and i guess there's one video there or maybe several it may give him you know he's got that <laughs> godfather looked at i don't know where they come from maybe it's my gray hair maybe who knows Anyway, she says, I am a new broker, and I got a prospect recently who asked me to quote on 10 lanes. And they uh, have uh, asked for a contract rate with a locked-in price for a 12-month period, at least a year. All right, let's, let's 
stop there for a moment. Let me get my coffee. We're going to go into therapy about this. I don't really have time, but we're going to do it anyway. So, yeah, this this podcast, video podcast, is going to be a little bit longer than uh, maybe was expected. Anyway, uh, 10 quotes, 10 lanes, contracted rate. Okay, you're a new broker. Eh, you don't want to be doing that. You know, I, I sent you a, a reply in the comments uh, where you posted this on YouTube. And my recommendation was don't be doing this. Don't, don't. You're too new to be quoting contracts, you know, for contracts. Now, if they agree, now what you, I, you know, when I read on, I see the, the, the rate you quoted. Yeah, if they would have done that, maybe it would have worked, you know, but still. This is something new brokers, a lot of people think, okay, we're going to come in, we're going to get a shipper, a customer, and we're going to do a contract right off the bat. And it usually don't work that way. You usually start by, you usually start by uh, doing transactional contracts. A transactional contract is the shipper load confirmation. Every time you move a load, they're going to send you a trans uh, contract, transactional contract, so that uh, it's for that load confirmation. You know what are all the details on the load, including what they've paid you. Okay, I just if you're wondering, uh, yes, I, I just looked up and I saw something was turned on that shouldn't be turned on, so I turned it off. And hopefully, the first 25 minutes of this podcast sounds okay. There's no way for me to know. We'll know in a minute, though. We all know in a minute. But anyway, uh, don't worry about doing that. You know, one here and there. Another thing, too, if they want you to quote. here, This is something we ran into with uh, one of my clients here a few months ago. And it's the only time I've run into it in 20-plus years. Uh, the, the prospect, they're not even a customer yet. They, hey, how much would it cost to move this load from point A to point B? What kind of rate would I be looking at? Well... You know, the, 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 the agent, they did a rate, uh, calculated it, said, hey, it looks like, you know, it, it'd be around this much money. Okay, give me a truck. Well, you're not even a customer yet. Uh, I mean, it just got squirrely. And they really got bent out of shape. You know, they got bent out of shape. They didn't understand that, uh, <laughs> you know, yes, a quote's a quote, but we weren't even at that place yet you know in the conversation or the agent wasn't they were uh, working on getting uh, working with that customer they weren't even set up i mean it's just first phone call deal kind of introduction and the, the, the this customer just turned it into a hey you gave me that number I, I i want a truck at that number right now right now never in in, in my career have i ever seen anything like that happen you know, never. So my advice to everyone, maybe if it happens once, it's going to happen again. My advice to everyone is to uh, let the customer know that, hey, looking at the rates right now, what the market's doing, it appears uh, you're going to be looking at this this rate, you know, give or take, somewhere in that ballpark. That way you're, you're, you're kind of telling them right from the word get-go, you're, you're not... You are not promising them, promising a rate. You know, it's hard for a broker to promise a rate for the simple reason you have no equipment. Now, if you got a truck over here 
and you know you're going to be able to get that truck to haul that load at that rate, sure, do it all you want to. But if you don't have a truck, it's a pretty good idea to let the customer know. If you don't have a truck or if you know you you know, you know don't have a truck that will move the load and you have no idea if you're going to be able to get a truck or not, it's a pretty good idea not to give or make any promises, put it that way. All right, going on with what Sarah said, I tried to give them a price using the AT and calling some carriers to check the market rate as well. You know, that's what we used to do in the old days before we had a spot rate tool on the uh, load boards. Is uh, you find brokers that had like loads, call them, see what they were paying, and that was a spot rate. You know, you'd add money to that rate. Anyway, she goes on to say, when I sent the quote to the shipper, they said my rates looked too high at first glance, and they can't lock such a rate. For example, I quoted a lane 380 miles at 1300 bucks. Okay, at first when I first saw that, uh, thought, well, that's pretty high, <laughs> you know for a 380-mile load. What was that, 1,300? Uh, three over $3.40 a mile. 342 and some, uh, yeah, 340 and some change. But uh, the thing is, it, it depends on the lane. You know, if it's a dead lane, and that's why she puts in there, it's a, it's a dead route. Uh, she wanted to... Uh, kind of make sure she rated it high enough so if she had trouble getting trucks she had money to play with and that's what she should be doing but she goes on that uh, shows the rate fluctuates and that show the range uh, of this lane is uh, 900 1200 so if the range is 900 to 1200 you took it to 13 yeah okay i don't see anything wrong with that uh Let's see. Uh, oh, the shipper said he currently runs the lane for eight hundred and fifty. Uh, shipper's never going to tell you what they're actually paying. Oh, they may throw a number out there, but is it real? Who knows? I mean, seriously, who knows? Uh, that that's the uh, main thing. You know, they you know they're they're what the shippers wanting to do is get the cheapest price they can. What you're trying to do is get the most you can out of them. And, you know, same thing for the trucking company. What the trucking company is trying to do is get the most money they can out of you. You know, what you're trying to do is keep the most, you know, you're the, you're the intermediary, you know, you're, 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 you got people pulling from you on both sides and you're pulling from them, uh, from the middle. So yeah, 850, that's, that's uh, way below what even the range is from the DAT spot rate. So, yeah, you know, you know, sometimes it's just best to walk away. Hey, sorry, you know, if you're getting it for 850, you know, I, I really can't help you because that's just too low. You know, I, I can't promise you a truck like that and walk away. Uh, like I said in the comment uh, that I sent over to you, don't be surprised if that customer calls you, you know, in a few days. Hey, you know, can we still do that rate? <laughs> you know. And that's when you start finding out the truth about the load or whatever. All right, very good. Okay, like I said, we went over. So, and hopefully, hopefully, uh, the first part of this video is not messed up. The audio is not messed up. If it is, well, I guess we'll just have to do it again. All right. It is Thursday morning, March the 4th. Ah, real quick, fuel prices up again. We haven't talked about that. i got to touch on that. Uh, I told you here a few weeks ago, 
Over $3 a gallon by Memorial Day. I was wrong. It's over $3 a gallon now. Diesel's at three oh seven. It's up a dime from uh, last week. And gasoline's trying to catch up. It's at two seventy one. It's up eight cents from last week. And expect uh, gasoline. Well, I'll stay there. Maybe that's what I was talking about. The gasoline being up around three bucks a gallon by Memorial Day. But uh, either way, that's the way it is. All right. Weekend starts, uh, well, tomorrow we're all looking forward to TGIF, obviously. Then the weekend and the weather's starting to warm up. It's hard to believe that two weeks ago we were at, what, 10 below zero? And now it's in the mid-70s every day here. Spring has sprung. Don't forget this weekend, uh, time change, time change. Uh, Spring forward, fall back. So we're going to set our clocks ahead one hour uh, when you go to bed Saturday night. 2 a.m. Sunday morning, actually, your time. Getting that hour back going to be late longer, or light longer, I should say. All right, real good. Hey, uh, go have a good Thursday, good weekend, and all that, unless you've made other plans, and we will talk soon.